Hello, family and friends. I'm honored to have my daughter Shelby with me today. And the title of our message today is Thinking, Thinking. Shelby, if you would, lead us in prayer. Father God, thank you for this opportunity to just dig into your your truth, which is your word. Just thank you that your word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Just guide us today, Holy Spirit, and help us to learn more about Jesus and, and who he is and just how we can line our thoughts up with the word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, stinking thinking. We're going to talk about godly thinking versus wrong or worldly thinking. Our thoughts usually become words and then become actions. So it is important for us to take control of our thought life and submit it to Christ. Well, let's start today in Isaiah 26, 3 in the Amplified Bible. You will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. Folks, when we keep our mind focused on Jesus, the word of God, we'll have peace in our lives. Now I want to read a couple translations of 2 Corinthians 10.5, first one in the Amplified Bible. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. My friends, we have to take every thought into captivity into the obedience of Jesus Christ, who is the Word of God, the Bible. In contrast, the world's thoughts are perverted and twisted. Now, 2 Corinthians 10, 5 in the Expanded Bible, And every proud thing, pretension, exalted opinion, or high thing that raises itself against the knowledge of God, we capture every thought and make it obey Christ. Folks, the world has self-exalted opinions. We have to take every thought and make it obey Christ. And then finally, the J.B. Phillips New Testament Bible says, We even fight to capture every thought until it acknowledges the authority of Christ. My friends, I really like how the J.B. Phillips Bible puts it. We have to fight to capture every thought until it acknowledges the authority of Christ. Not the authority of a college professor. No, the authority of Christ. Shelby, over to you. I'd like to read Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, and the New King James Version. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And in the NLT, those verses say, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. These verses just really magnify, I guess, how much greater God's thinking is than man's way of thinking. And so I think sometimes we can get caught up in, and this is how I would do it, or this is how my parents or my grandparents, or this is how my friend would do it. But we need to live our lives thinking, how would Jesus do it? You know, there's the famous saying, WWJD, what would Jesus do? That's how that's how our thoughts should line up. What does the word say and how should how can my life align with that? And then Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 are some familiar verses, but very powerful. 
Uh, in the New King James Version, verse 11, For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And then in the NLT, those verses are, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Verse 11, you know, in both both translations is talking about, you know, God's thoughts are, are thoughts of peace. They're good thoughts. They're not evil. And so I think sometimes in the natural, we can get focused on the wrong things. And obviously we were we're sinners and, and Jesus was perfect. So sometimes we have thoughts that aren't good and sometimes we give in to those and have to repent. But we need to make sure that our focus is on um, having thoughts that line up with the Bible. And we know if a thought comes into our mind that doesn't line up with the word, we need to cast that out like a previous verse that dad had read. And then lastly, Second Timothy 1.7 says in uh, the New King James Version, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And in the Amplified Classic, I like how it really brings this out. It says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. God doesn't want us to have fearful thoughts. Today, you know, our government and, you know, different people are trying to get us to live in fear. But Jesus wants us to have thoughts of that are calm and well-balanced and that are focusing on, you know, God and not, not worrying about what's going on around us, just keeping our focus on Jesus, who's the author and finisher of our faith. Dad? Thank you, Shelby. That was good. I want to read Hebrews 4.12 in the Amplified Bible. For the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. Folks, the word of God, the Bible, if we allow it, will expose and judge our very thoughts and intentions. Now, Romans 12, 2 in the Amplified, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. My friends, if we allow it to, the Bible will progressively change and renew our minds so we take on a proper godly thought life. And closing today, Shelby, in Philippians 4, 8 in the Amplified Bible, finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, let me read that again. Whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Folks, we are only to take on godly thoughts. 
to continually think like God, like the Bible. Shelby, if you would, uh, I'll give, kick it back to you. Thanks, Dad. I have one more scripture that I'd like to read that the Lord brought into my remembrance. It's Philippians 4, starting in verse 6. It says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Just, again, the very first part of verse 6 says that we're not supposed to be anxious for anything. Today, there's a lot of people, I guess, that struggle with, with anxiety, and, and there's just so much craziness going on in the world today, and anxiety and worry are not are not the thoughts that Jesus wants us to have. He wants us to have peace and wholeness and to feel complete in Him. If we're resting in Him, we're not going to be able to feel... The devil's going to make try to make us feel that anxiety, but we just got to rest and cling to Jesus. And so I just kind of wanted to emphasize that since I know that that's a struggle with, with many people in the world, but we just need to cling to Jesus instead of the world. Amen. If you would please pray for us, Shelby. Father God, thank you for your word today. Thank you that, it, that it's true and that the Bible is the ultimate and final authority in our lives. Just help us to study the word, to know that, that the word is is the Bible itself is your thoughts, Jesus. So the more we read your word and we study it, that we're, we're studying the thoughts of God, and then we should begin to speak those thoughts and, and live out the word and, and just trust in you and, and not, not give in to fear or anxiety or worry or depression, but we cling to Jesus and just help us to, to trust in you and to think godly thoughts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, you can contact us at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.